Hello, my name is Brad. We are Grace Teaching today. Welcome. We're talking about delighting ourselves, taking delight in the Lord, and He will give us the desires of our heart. Of course, this comes from Psalms 37.4. This is something David quoted. And remember that uh, this is Old Covenant, folks. New Covenant is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So, of course, we're going to have to... You know, see this um, under grace and not under law. So let's uh, let's dive right in. This is the second part, and you'll want to check the other one out. The first part we started, but remember that uh, at the moment of our conversion in Christ, we were made complete through our union with Christ. So the the, the desires of our heart are actually spiritual, and they're met in Christ, and that's what we're talking about. So remember, we don't lack a thing. We just need the revelation of what we already have. And so let's take a look at this word, uh, <clears throat> delight in the Lord. Um, first of all, <clears throat> what's the Bible say about to delight yourself in the Lord? Well, it means to delight yourself in the person of Jesus Christ and find your greatest joy in him, in the person of Jesus Christ. And so we, we want to get to know him, taking, uh, talking to him, and, and of course, hearing his voice. Remember, he says, my sheep hear my voice. And so remember, even the Apostle Paul mentioned this in uh, his first letter to the Corinthians, where he says, no one can lay any other foundation other than the one that's already been laid, which is Jesus Christ. And so remember, Christianity is a personal, intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. Okay, so to delight yourself in the Lord, it's actually a verb. And uh, so it's going to be an action taken on our behalf. And so... Um, we're going to take great pleasure in Jesus Christ, period. Um, that's what it means. And we're going to see there that as we do, he'll unveil what we already have um, in our new heart. Remember, at the moment of our conversion, when we were placed in Christ, made alive, he came in and he brought in our heart's desires. Remember, the desires of our hearts are met in Christ. Again, I want to repeat that. And uh, understanding this truth is the key benefit of having a personal relationship with him. Remember, knowing and understanding our eternal security is in Christ. This will help us experience the heart's desire that's already met in Christ. And so, um, security and assurance, it's really important. Those are spiritual needs again. But remember, we don't pull security from the outside in no more. We're living from the inside out, as well as assurance. Assurance is everything's going to be all right. Now, until we get this revelation as believers, a lot of times we will continuously try to bring these needs in, thinking they're physical needs, but in reality, they're spiritual. So keep that in mind. The enemy is the the master um, counterfeiter, and and uh, he's very crafty at this. And so a lot of times he'll use our minds to make us think this is a um, external thing and so but remember satan is the god of the external and christ is the god of the internal and so security and assurance are going to come from the person of jesus christ we know that the law of the spirit of life is hope in christ and so we have this hope in our soul we have the anchor for the soul firm and secure and so, you know, it's where we see that he abides in us and will be with us forever. That word abide actually just means that we live in him and he lives in us. 
forever. We're one spirit with him. So one thing we don't want to fall into the air, we don't want to cling to Jesus. And you know, a lot of times you'll hear this from even grace teachers. They'll say, when times are tough, cling to Jesus. Well, I have something just a little bit better than that. When times are tough, know that Jesus is clinging to you. He's actually holding us together. And so remember, as uh, we abide in Christ, that means just living in Christ. It's kind of like we live in the state that we're in. And uh, it's not like we have to go there. We're already there. And that's what it means to abide in Christ. You just know that we live there already. And so he lives in us. So continue. Um, Christ continues in us. And so we have to remember that Christ endures in us through every circumstance of life. Um, Christ is living in us forever. Um, He's never going anywhere. Christ stays in us and he remains in us. Um, Why? Well, Colossians 1.17 tells us that he existed before anything else and he holds all creation together. That's right. He's in the center of even unbelievers today. But remember, they're not in him. So we're spiritually dead before Christ. It's only at conversion are we made alive in him. And so remember, assurance is, uh, is, uh, is a very important uh, desire of the heart um, that everyone has. And so remember, if you're in Christ, this desire that you have in your heart is already met in the person of Christ. This is where he whispers and says, everything's going to be all right. I have a plan. Remember, plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. And so keep that in mind. Um, And so now even there's no fear of death for the believer in Christ because now we have eternal security. And so I remember doing a Bible study with an elderly group. And this was in a care center, a nursing home setting. And um, one of the gentlemen there in the group was really encouraged and spoke up and said, You mean to tell me that eternal life is not a place and it's not something we receive when we get to heaven? And I said, yeah, that's right. In fact, eternal life is Jesus Christ. And so if you live in Christ now, he lives in you. That eternal life is in you. It It happens at the moment of our conversion. In fact, this is a testimony, John said, that God has given us eternal life and this life is in his son, Jesus Christ. Keep in mind, whoever has the Son has this life, but whoever does not have the Son of God, meaning whoever is rejecting Jesus Christ, does not have eternal life. I'm sorry, but that's the truth. In conclusion, when people in our life have troubles now in Christ, um, remember that we have the opportunity to comfort those because we have been comforted by Him. so we can allow him, Christ, to comfort others through us. Second Corinthians 1 Corinthians 1.4 says, He comforts us in all our troubles. Now we can comfort others when they are in trouble. We ourselves have received comfort from God. This has been Desire of the Heart, Part 2. Continue to uh, tune in and uh, join us for the third teaching.